Hello everyone, how are we doing today? Adam here from Three Count Radio and here I have a returning guest, a returning of the guiding light. Yes, it's Isaiah Quinn. How are we doing today? I am I'm very well, Adam. I'm, I'm honoured to be invited on uh, again. May I ask, uh, have, you, have you had many returning guests? Um, off the top of my head, one. Oh, that's um, not good enough. I, 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 I wanted to be the first. <laughs> so you, that's upset me. Right. <laughs> I do. I sincerely apologise from the bottom of my heart. Uh, uh, I believe you might be, see it. You might be happy to know that it was the young Grey as well. Why would that make me happy? <laughs> <laughs> No thanks. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm doing all right, mate. Are you okay? I'm fantastic. I am fantastic. Being a bit Good. up and down recently, but we're only about we're only up now, so we're doing well. That's all that matters. That's all that matters on the up. So um I'm just one question at the moment. Are you happy? Because You've recently transitioned into a managerial role in the world of professional wrestling. And I just wanted to know, are you happy at the moment? I am happy. Yeah, I am happy. I've seen a lot of TikToks asking that question recently. Are you happy? It does make you think, doesn't it? Yes. Yes, I am. What can I, uh, what can I say? I mean, I think the transition was difficult to start with uh yeah i think um took me a while to kind of let go of the kind of physical aspects of wrestling but um i think i'm enjoying it more now than I ever have i think really? i'm more relaxed yeah i think i'm more relaxed i don't fret as much as i think of things in a different way now i feel like i've not um i feel like i'm a victim of my own cult like i feel like my mind's been opened and i can see things better just like the coming light and how he uh and how he gets his followers yeah yeah i am i am feeling happy Good. And you know what? I'm glad. I'm really glad. Cause it, it, yeah. As you said at the start, it, it is an interesting question because when, when you get asked direct, are you happy? It kind of takes you aback a little bit because you, you don't, it's not something you think of, is it? Until, you, until you're asked and then you sort of question it. So it's yeah, good yeah. to know. Yeah, definitely. I think it's. Uh... It's not a constant, is it, happiness? You have to kind of, sometimes you're not happy, you know, and and that's all right. It's not great, but, you know, that, that sort of stuff happens. But, yes, at the moment, I am I am happy. I'm glad. I'm really glad. Good, good. Does, it, does your current role make you, kind of make you look at um, wrestling in a different light from a different angle? 
Mm, yeah, definitely. I think so. So there's definitely like a double-edged way to answer this because I think from a commentary, there's a, there's a commentary answer and then there's a managerial kind of answer. And I think from the commentary perspective, um, you look at a match differently when you're calling it. And I think you notice things. You maybe notice like, okay, could have done with a bit more time to have described this or, you know what I mean? Or, or maybe this moment could have been longer and you can look at it in a critical way uh, differently to as if you were a wrestler. Um, but it also makes you, it's a different art to know when to, to come up and come down, I think, commentary. And it's still something I'm getting to, to grips with. I think uh, at the minute, I'm very much just like, start here. And then it's like, shouty, shouty. And, and then I never come back down. And I think there are moments where I do need to come back down. Um, sort of, I think that just kind of comes with more experience and more time. Um, managerial perspective, yeah. I, I, I think at the start, I was just, when I started getting into the, the sort of managerial role, I was just excited once I got into it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this, 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 and this. And then kind of realizing, okay, maybe I just need to pull back a little bit because um, I sh- the way I see it is I should see myself as added value to the people that I'm managing, if that makes sense. You know, they're the, they're the, the highlight. They're the spotlight. As much as I still want to get over myself, that is still important to me because I do want bookings. Um, awesome. But it does make you think of things like, right, okay, what can I do to support the growth of the people that I'm managing, if that makes sense? Um, but then even, like, outside of all of that, you know, uh, wrestling, I see it in a different way in that, as I just said before, I'm not, not stressed anymore. Um, and I do think, like, the pandemic has had, some, has had that, you know, has, has, has contributed to that. Um, yeah, just sort of take everything in my stride. Um, yeah, try not to get caught up in too much of the the sort of um, toxicity and you know negativity that sometimes you you can find in in places. So yeah, so say I view it. Yeah, and. In terms of getting over, like wanting to get over yourself, I mean, if you're not over, then what do you add? In in that, you know, do you know what I mean? Like, you need to be a certain level of over in order to add something yeah. to who you're managing. Yeah, that's that a good sense. point. Yeah, that's a good point. Otherwise, yeah, like you said, what is my value there? Um, you're not, you don't want you don't want a manager that doesn't add anything because then it's almost taken away from you know what whoever you're managing. So yeah, good point, good point. Yeah, it's it's kind of managing because of of course I've kind of my thought process has kind of been down that road myself. Yeah. I we've had plenty of conversations about it um it's 
it's it's an interesting one, isn't it? It's an interesting thought process because then you're um, like, okay, you don't want to steal too much away from them, but, but at the same time, if you're not adding anything, then what's the point? So it's kind yeah, of yeah. finding that middle ground with yeah, uh, yeah. With it. It's very interesting to me. Yeah. Now I'm gonna give you a, a bit of a a platform here. Now we don't we don't usually engage with them, but I'm gonna give you a platform. Yeah. <laughs> I think I know where we're going. Can you drop? Um, <laughs> If you were to be given a platform, what would you say about the worst? All to say about the worst. Right, okay. I would say the vibe and the... What's the word? Like, yeah, vibe, aura that Lex, Vinnick and Gorgon give off for me i think it's just gold i think the very very willing uh and you know very able to, to to sort of do really good promos and have really good wrestling ability as well a lot of potential like there's not many there's not many teams at the stage that they're at that are as that are as accomplished as they are, especially on the mic. And, and, and that, I'm not just saying that because I manage them at LWS. When, when they, uh, when they did their pro, they did their promo LWF when, uh, um, Danny Hope and Joey Hayes had an open challenge was just, it was perfect. It was just the right level of, um, what can we swear on this, Adam, or is this PG? Good swear. We could swear the right level of shit housery, wasn't it? It was like proper cartoon bad guys, and I, and I think it's I think that's great. I think uh, wrestling needs that, and that's not cartoon bad guys is not a bad thing in wrestling. Um, okay. Definitely need more of that sort of stuff, and that's not to say that they uh, are cartoonish in the ring. They can. They are they are very capable, very capable. Yeah. No, I'm, cartoon bad guys definitely isn't an insult. I, I think that I think wrestling in general, no matter no matter the stage or platform, I think wrestling in general needs more people willing to uh, make a fool of themselves and willing to have fun and not really not trying to take themselves too seriously is what I'm trying to say. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's just as you say, it's gold. It, it simply yeah, yeah. is. And on the mic, I, any anyone at the moment, I, I coming up, breaking through, training, next Venick and Gorgon, the two people you'd look at, look up to, yeah, like yeah. the on the mic, just. Yeah, and they'll only get better with the more exposure that they get with 
with that sort of stuff, like anything to do with wrestling is reps, isn't it? Just the more they do, the more they'll stretch themselves as well. Yeah. Yeah. And the way the way I look at it with the worst, it if you look at any promotion, you could just pick them up and put them in and there's something for them with the way that they are. They're definitely. They are so willing. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think they're um Yeah. I just I think that you could as a promoter just sort of be like, okay. I just, I just I want to bring the worst in for this. And it might be just a one-angle thing. Um, the, the promoters initially got in the head. But, you know, you're guaranteed, as soon as you see them, you're going to want to think of other ways you can utilise them. Yeah. Um, 100%. And the cap, the, the captivate, whether good guy, bad guy, no matter what, they're captivating. And mm-hmm. good guy, you want to get behind them. Bad guy, you laugh. And you you just can't, you can't hate them. So you, you do laugh and you want to like get behind them, but at the same time, you want to boo them. It's such a strange feeling. Mm-hmm. But it's great. Well, that's good. <laughs> they've, made, they've unlocked something in you to make you feel something different. Exactly. Exactly. It's a very weird. It's a weird one for me because I'm sat there booing them, but at the same time, just going, "This is incredible." (laughs) 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 It's phenomenal for me. But yeah, but yeah, kind of um, transitioning from one to another, and I want to get your your um perspective on what it was like managed what is or was uh, like managing Mr. Tom Thelwell. Mm. What was it like managing Tom Thelwell? Now, Adam, due to an ongoing legal dispute, I'm not at liberty to say much about Tom Thelwell. Um, I can talk about the past and facts as to what has happened. Um, but I can't really give forward any opinion um, through fear that it may jeopardise the civil battle that we've got going on at the minute. Um, Tom Thelwell at Catch Pro Wrestling couldn't buy a win, couldn't buy a win until he met me. And under my tutelage, he... Uh, he won the Catch Enigma series and the Catch Weight Ch- Championship, the title. Um, and, you know, I taught the lad, I mean, I guess this is a fact. I taught the lad everything he knows, taught him everything he knows. And uh, he decided he wanted to go on his own way. And um, that has brought our contract into disrepute. Uh, he is now with a vehicular um, stable with Danny Proper. I will not name uh, the type of vehicle that they are involved in. And he wants to, he wishes to, 
to do his own thing. And I'm sure when we settle this dispute, um, that he can do his own thing. But right now, as, as, as talented as Tom Thelwell is, and as much as a future that he has, be holding him, um, I think at this moment, I'd rather just, just kind of keep it at that, Adam, if, that, if that's okay with you. Uh, Mr. Quinn, I would not want to get you into any further trouble. No, no, any, yeah. Any you. legal trouble whatsoever, so I'm perfectly fine with that. Okay, good. Moving on. <laughs> hmm. Quite an interesting question. Because, of course, you manage him. Something I, I think would actually be quite interesting, male or female, anyone. One wrestler right now that you would like to manage, someone to take and provide your guiding light experience, who would that be? Mm, let me have to think about this. You might have to do some editing here because there's a, there's a two-pronged attack here. There's people that I'd like to manage to learn things off myself. And then there's, there's people that my guiding light, I think, uh, could maybe support. Um, I'd love to work with Charles Crowley. Yes. Because yes, of, yes, he's yes. got a monster background in entertainment. Mm. And I just feel like that's what wrestling is. I think there's a lot to learn from that. Yeah. And he's got such a... You know, he's Mr. Charisma, isn't he? He's got, he's got everything. Uh, I would really love to... Hey, he can manage me. How would that work? He's a wrestler that manages me being a manager. Does that, would that work? It, we'd make it work. We'd make we it work. Find, find a way to make it work. We'll make it work. <laughs> yeah. Um, who else? Who else? There's loads of other people. Uh, there's people I'm big fans of that, that don't really need a mouthpiece too bit. I'm all, I, I cannot speak highly of him enough because, and then more so when I, since I've retired, going around to him, asking him about what his intentions are for when I'm on commentary. He is so giving and more wrestlers need to be like that. Um, so I always enjoy when two bits on a card to be able to go up to him and say like, okay, what, what are your plans here? What, what are you intending to do in your, um, to your opponent? And, and I think, and he, he gives me a lot, you know, of ammunition. Um, so, so two bits, one, there's a lot of, yeah, new, new guys coming through. I'd love to, uh, I'd love to. Have a, have, a, have a shot at, I, I took a LWF training session uh, for, for uh, promos a couple, few weeks ago now. There's a couple of guys in there that, that you know, really had some good, good mouth skills. Oh, that's uh, good promos. <laughs> edit, edit. edit. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I don't know anyone else. I don't know. Uh, there's there's loads I'd love to work with. Just recently worked with uh, 
Lana, Austin and Rob Drake at North. And uh, that, that was real fun. We always talk a lot about what we could do. Um, so, uh, you know, fingers crossed we get to work together a little bit more because uh, yeah. that, that was a nice, nice little surprise that, yeah. There's, there's nothing really anyone needs to say about Lana, but I'm always still extremely happy when people still hype her up because of how damn good she truly is. But Rob, I'm excited. I'm yeah, man. excited with Rob. Yeah, I think, um, you know, for any promoter who listens to this, jump on it now. Jump on Rob Drake now before, mm-hmm. before you just become part of the bandwagon. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah he's, he's definitely got, he's got a great look. Great ability, um, yeah, and yeah. In terms of Lana, just improves all the time, doesn't she? And she's already a, a bloody pillar of uh, rest. And can we just appreciate her Twitter game at the minute? Oh my god, bloody hell, top top class! Like, oh my god, I, I it's tweeted, incessant. It's I incessant. tweeted she's saying just... she's the gift that keeps on giving, and she is. She truly is the gift that yeah. keeps on giving. Yeah, oh and to the god. point where it's. It's almost frustrating. Just you can't you can't go an hour scrolling without seeing like twenty of the tweets with uh, doctored images of the <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, stuff. Trying to sit down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a big thing about how she can't sit down properly, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, truly fantastic. Oh, I, it's. I have like I, I I'm not big on Twitter myself. I'm not on it all the time. There will be spouts where I'm off it and spouts where I'm on it. But I I, just, I I can't. That's that's one thing that I get me on Twitter is her Twitter game right now. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. But in in Trumps. in terms of what you said about Rob, yeah, like I I, I couldn't put it better myself. Like because I. I I go a lot. If you, if my fans haven't already noticed, I go to IWF a lot. <laughs> and him bursting in onto the scene, it's just, mm. it's fresh. I think that, I think that investing is huge. It's fresh. And yeah. he's got, from what I'm looking at the moment, yeah, you can just that that straight to the top. The man, yeah, yeah. fantastic. Yeah. yeah, agree. Yeah, was, I liked a few of those answers there. A few mm-hmm. decent, decent answers and <laughs> a bit of a full par with the mouth skills. But yeah, hey, got to have good mouth skills in 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 wrestling. <laughs> God, everything's just an innuendo in wrestling, isn't it? God, yeah. God bless us. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Well, it, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think I, I. I don't think I'd take it any thing. No. Nope. What? Have it. Have it. Any other way. <laughs> 
Yes. Portmouth. I didn't catch myself in uh, time there. <laughs> the podcast of innuendos. I did not see this going down that way. Yeah. Oh, God. It wouldn't be a wrestling podcast without something like this. No, it wouldn't. And not at all. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's, mm, let's move on. <clears throat> Literally and figuratively, actually. Moving on. Because, I mean, I had you on over a year ago. Of course, back before I had my overlay, actually. You're what, sorry? Because I have an overlay on my uh, videos now. Oh. And that was back before I had my overlays. Progression. Yeah. So I have an overlay over this one now. It'd be fancy. Nice, nice. And... It was our podcast was that much of a success that you thought that you start one yourself. Yeah, that's exactly it, mate. What I thought was, I did this podcast and I thought, this is going to take off this because I'm the guest and I was one of his first guests. And I thought, absolutely no way am I getting, letting Adam Barker, uh, monopolize northwest podcasts for wrestling so i thought i'm gonna steal his listeners away from him that's why i started it <laughs> <laughs> that is why i started guiding line radio there you are i knew it i had to yeah. take from the start mm. you're bloody lucky that I'm, i've come on here <laughs> uh, contra- in fact when we signed that, when I signed the contract to come on, I don't know if you read it, but I put in there that at, um, I would only come on if I if I could mention guiding like radio. Oh well, you you see, you didn't mention how it would be mentioned though. Well, what am I going to say? Oh, don't listen to guiding like radio. Yeah. <laughs> 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 In all fairness, it's in terms of podcasting a breath of fresh air because it's oh thank you uh, truly it is I haven't gotten bound to listening to every single one because why time have you oh, listened, right. have you listened to right. any of all of mine I've listened yes <laughs> yes hmm. <laughs> the ones I've listened sue to sue me yeah <laughs> if I could afford a lawyer <laughs> <laughs> the ones I've listened to have been fantastic because it, it, it's something completely different right? I'm offering something completely different to you you're offering something completely different to me yeah and yeah some of the questions you ask are different, to say the least, in a phenomenal yeah. way. Just out of curiosity, very simple question. What was the thought process behind it? Uh, that isn't a simple question, I think, when you start <laughs> delving into my head. Um, <laughs> I think I've just become 
uh, like since retiring, I've wanted to kind of stretch myself a little bit more. And I'm not one for making goals and bucket lists and stuff like that. Someone said to me recently, which is I really I do agree with in a way that the bucket lists and things can be quite toxic and harmful if you don't achieve them goals because unless unless you're of the the mindset of you know how you can improve and stuff like that, sometimes it can be a bit demoralizing. I just thought, you know what? I'm gonna try doing a podcast. And um and I thought, but how can I make my podcast a little bit different? Because I don't I not like I don't fancy myself as like asking the serious questions. Do you know what I mean? As much as I would love to, for someone to be able to open up to me, like I don't fancy myself as the bloody Parkinson of podcasts. That might be a dated reference for people, for some people who listen to this. You know, I'm not asking them hard-hitting, life-affirming questions. So yeah. what 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 would I do? Well, I do the opposite because that's uh, that's kind of who I am. Like guiding light can be a little bit idiotic at sometimes. Um, so let's keep it wrestling themed. But let's ask some weird questions to get there. Uh, I love you know, I love Alan Partridge, if it's not obvious. I love The Office, Ricky Gervais, if it's not obvious. Um, and I use that as a kind of, as an, as a, an outlet to kind of, uh, yeah, just make it a little bit different, really. Yes. Alan Partridge, I, I will be perfectly honest with you, that's exactly the first place I went. Yeah. That's exactly where I went. As soon as I heard <laughs> it, it was like, oh, yeah, oh. yeah. You, it was, it's just gold. That's exactly where I went when I heard it. I was like, that's pure Partridge right there. Yeah. Just trying to put my own kind of spin on things, still keep it wrestling related. Yeah. Um, I, I like... I mean, I, I did have the idea of doing an episode a month. So the idea would have been I wanted to get 12 episodes done for the year. And I've done 13 already. So, you know, very happy with that. I will be bringing it back at some point. I uh, got some ideas for guests that I want on. And um, maybe keep the format largely the same, but maybe change a few th- random questions up maybe be a little bit more maybe be a little bit more cutting with with my questions cutting edge Mm. I like Uh, that I don't know if you've ever seen Between Two Ferns it's that kind of anarchist yeah he asked some some pretty edgy questions but in a funny way yeah, so it's just trying to think about that in 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 that light. Yeah. Hmm. I like it. <laughs> I like that. Glad. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, yeah, it's in terms of podcasting, you get a lot that are kind of. I'm not gonna say similar, but you know what I mean, like. Question, answer, and 
similar formats that's why i like to try i i, I try myself to try and make something different but i know i've got i've got a niche of you know the british wrestling scene like northwest yeah. wrestling say i have some a bit of a niche in that department that i've had uh quite a few firsts which yeah for a podcast it has huge um, but i asked myself those questions when i like before i first started mine i was like okay there's how many podcasts are in wrestling at the moment let's be honest so yeah, yeah why why would i even but i thought i, I just kind of went why wouldn't i if i want to do it just do it yeah, yeah just why do wouldn't it. i do it and do it and do it how you want to do it yeah exactly exactly and honestly it's the best one of, one of the best decisions i've ever made yeah it, it's just it's gotten me closer to a lot of people and yeah like that for me is the best feeling for me because like these it's it's a very strange feeling because i'm getting you get closer to the people that you're paying to watch mm, that you yeah. look up to these people yeah so it's a very that's good strange but in like the best way right like, yeah but you've found you've you've found a niche like in the questions that you ask and the format and one of the things that i do love is um the british style of humor of you like ask a question or something and you're like yeah and it's just dead air <laughs> it's just the, that awkward tension of humor yeah and it's fantastic I think there's two there's two reasons that happens it happens either for me like you said to to create that awkward human humor or i'm reading my notes to find out what i'm doing next and if it comes across as humor then good <laughs> yeah the, the thing is with that you're you're audio aren't you just audio yeah if I'm trying to read my notes, it's so casual. I mean, Obviously. I make it so casual. Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very difficult thing for video. Uh, hey, <laughs> don't worry. Make it your little bit. Yeah. Have them on the screen. Have the questions on the screen. <laughs> Cross them off with a, you know, like the paint app okay, or whatever. Yeah. Or so, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. that would be incredible. <laughs> Tempted to <you> know. <laughs> do it, do it. Just put it over my guest thing. Just like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, how have you um how have you felt doing them? Like, you know, as you're recording them, how's has it been like a revelation for you? Like that I really enjoyed doing this. I wouldn't say it's a revelation. I have enjoyed doing them. I, I think, so like when I started it, when, it, when I knew I was going to do it, I got in touch with people that I trusted to be the first few guests. So um, Tom McManus, Mel Price, 2Bit and Jenny, and um, Big T, 
I think were my first four. And oh, I just yeah. thought that's a mixture there of people that I know who I can chat with and people who I know and I like, but I've, that was a test for me to see if I could bring out, bring stuff out of people. And uh, the more I got into it, I felt like I'd hit a bit of a rhythm. Um, and some, not that any of them were hard at all. Some were easier than others. Some were, you know, easier to talk to than not. No, that sounds bad. Uh, yeah, some were, I felt like I'd hit my stride more than, than with others. I don't know I, why. I, I know yeah. what you mean with that one. I know what yeah, you mean. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why. Um, so, so I think what my next kind of stretch is for this is I don't want to, because I know, with the exception maybe of Priscilla, I know I knew everyone. I kind of knew everyone that I was doing the podcast with for the most part. Maybe Harley Hudson. Um, so I do want to kind of have a mixture of people that I know and then bring in some people that I don't necessarily know and just, you know, push myself to see if we can, you know, how that'll work. Yeah. Um, I, the first one that I did where I had no, I, I didn't know this person was Amber Joe. And she asked to come on. Oh, yeah. And I hadn't seen her work. I didn't really know. So I was very anxious going into it because I was like, oh, I don't know this person. So <laughs> yeah. It, it brings up a bit more anxiety because at least with people you know, you know them. So you're a bit more relaxed. There's a bit more chemistry there. But yeah. it went, oh, wait, it went perfectly. It was, she oh, was, great. She was amazing to talk to oh, fantastic good. to talk to so I, I do i get that i get that when like yeah. the vibe it's a bit of a mental thing as well like trying to push yourself in terms of bringing things out of them when you don't know them so it can be a bit different. yeah yeah and i think uh, that was my that was me flaking when I, when when I decided to do this podcast a podcast I was flaking out because I thought if I do a serious kind of podcast I feel like I'm going to have to do a lot more research on on the rest on the guests that I've got whereas by not doing it too seriously I don't really have to put in that much effort because it doesn't like I <laughs> it sounds so bad like I don't care I don't care about your career sort of thing but like I don't um it's not a bad thing for my character to make mistakes if I've not got things right do you know what I mean so um yeah I feel like if it was a serious podcast and I was like how was your time here and they never wrestled there I look like an idiot <laughs> do you know yeah. what I mean like and I'd probably feel pretty embarrassed about it but by me just asking silly questions i find out about them as well yeah yeah i've done that a few times it's been a few oh, a few cock-ups here and there for me um one was like i had casey owens on and i was like okay she's not in the queen beans anymore she's in the she worlds queen bees was future shock back yeah. in 2017 18 don't say them don't say them 
don't see them. Hey, look, this is Casey Owens and the Queen Bees. I was like, no. <laughs> Instant in the intro. I was like, I, she, oh, she was yeah. happy with it. I like said that because that was back when I knew her. Like, okay, yeah, yeah. I, I don't frequent TNT, I've only been once. Um, okay, yeah. So I, that's back when I knew her. So, with connection, uh, I, I, I've, I said, um, Scotty, Scotty Rock's um, real name. Oh, mate, I've <laughs> done it. that. I did that I, on Sunday at Catch. Yeah, uh, I had to edit that one out. So I was like, an instant, yeah. it was just straight up in the intro. I was like, yeah, I mean, you that is a big thing for for me as well. Like, mm. I'm in a couple of group couple of group chats where now I try my best just just I will just say their I won't call them the real name. I won't do it anymore. Like, cause cause I'll get into the habit of doing it, and then it'll be a problem when it's like a promo or a show or something. So, yeah, I feel you there, man. Ah, we're human. Well, I, well, I'm not. Well, I'm not. I'm more. I'm above that. But yeah, you, you know, you're human, so you know, you make mistakes, mate. Don't worry about it. I'm a me and <laughs> you are but a god. <laughs> there you go. He knows it. He knows the <laughs> shit. With the um something you said there we know of the the questions it was like that that's something that's kind of just come with me now yeah and i i, I no matter who it is i the questions will differ between each person of course yeah good 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 they have to but i yeah. i can kind of feel a vibe of like this person's done this i'll have a I'll re- research them look at them all they did this 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 and this but the questions just kind of flow with me. I kind of get into That's that really flow good. now. And it's one of those things, you know where you're at work and you're new, mm. but then yeah. after a certain point, you just... Yeah, you yeah. It's, it's kind it's of like that. Yeah. Oh, good. That's good. I'm happy with it. <laughs> rough at the start, but it's, yeah. It's, um, it's one of the parts that I actually enjoy about this, like thinking about, oh, I can say this or... Some of them a bit more straightforward because the podcast dictates that. Some okay, of them yeah. a bit more out the box because the podcast dictates them to be a bit more out the box. Yeah, yeah. That's good though. That's good. You got the uh, you comfortable with that? Like sometimes, yeah. I'm I'm so I'm a stickler for a structure, so you know, mine stayed the same throughout because I uh, I get scared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's about that. Hermit <laughs> <Dermot> Quinn. <laughs> now, putting you on the spot a little bit here because you like to put your um. Your guests on the spot on your show, so I'm gonna put you on the spot a little bit here. Go on. Who was your favorite guest on your show? Right. Ah. Right. Okay. 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 I try to think of the ones that I've done. 
you know who I thought? My, my, it was... Hmm, I'm probably going to say my last one with Kelly. Really? Because... Well, Ke- Kelly's a very fun interview. Yeah. I, I didn't... I didn't know what to expect going in. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I know, I know Kelly a bit, but um, and we 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 started off, we started off good, good, and then it, we just kind of went off the rails a bit. And I enjoyed it the most um, when we were just talking about bread and a baguette <laughs> shop, and uh, I just had I had a lot of fun with that one. Uh, Tom, I always love working with Tom, like in any capacity. It's just so funny. You know, we've done loads of stupid skits together as well, like comedy sort of stuff that we've put on our Facebook and. And that was one of my, oh, that could have been the first one that I'd done. Um, yeah, and he's such a good laugh. Yeah, so maybe maybe them too, I would say. Eddie is, well, I, the, the, in the podcast that I did with her, it was so easy and so fun. And it was yeah. her, her first ever one, so she was nervous, like really nervous. I, oh, yeah. Like as soon as you get into it, it's so fun and just so relaxed and chill. And yeah, she's a really good interview, Kelly. Yeah, really, really yeah, fun. she's good. I remember at the bar at RWF, she was stood there. <laughs> um, well, should I say Bob? Bob Costum was next to her. Oh, Bob Costin. No other way I can put it now. Bob Costin. Bob Costin. No other way I can put it. And um, I was asking for um, uh, dark fruits, strawberry dark fruits. And she just looked, and she was behind the bar, and Bob was there, and she just looked to him. What? (laughs) What? (laughs) He just spaced out, and Bob just got the drink, and she went, Oh, okay. There you go. He's got it. And some some guy behind me was like, um, two diet cokes, please. And she went, two hot dogs. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> I absolutely <laughs> love Kelly. She, I'm exposing her a bit here, but yeah, I love Kelly. She, she's just, she's just herself, and yeah. that's that, that's who you want. That's exactly who you want. Someone who doesn't. Doesn't give a shit. She's just unapologetically herself. <laughs> she doesn't give a shit, mate. Bloody hell. Take some pride in yourself, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. Love her. Absolutely love her. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, and, um, yeah. I, and that, that's where I completely lose track. There we go. <laughs> well done, Adam. Are you, you, it's your podcast. You can literally edit this. Yeah, but then it kind of it it can kind of look a bit too janky. A bit. If if you edit it too much, it can kind of look a bit janky. Can't can it? I'm going to move slightly to the to the left <laughs> so that now, if you do edit it, it just you, looks dodgy. <laughs> you bastards. <laughs> 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 Mr. Isaiah Quinn, do you have 
anything, any social media, what coming shows that you would like to plug at all? Oh, yeah, but my phone is there. Right, okay. What have we got coming up? So you, first of all, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, at Guiding Light IQ. If you go on the Twitter, there's a link tree. And that's the place where you can find YouTube with all my videos. And you can find my radio show, Guiding Light Radio, which is on Spotify, Apple, Google, Anchor, and many other podcast platforms. Um, what else? Shows coming up. We've got Odyssey on Saturday, which will be the 9th of April, uh, where I'll be managing Meltzer and the Freak Show, who are bloody fantastic because they, they are just, well, like everyone I've managed, they're just so willing and so, like, creative. And it's just great to kind of, like, ideas back and forth love them guys uh lwf's coming up on the 16th is it yeah. 16th got the date right there um i'll be at that show we'll see you in what capacity um what else is coming up i believe yeah loads of other stuff loads of other stuff <laughs> Quinn, thank you. I really appreciate you coming back on. It's been a blast. No, I, I'm grateful you've asked me back on. Uh, I do enjoy having our little chats, Adam. Happy to come on whenever. Thank you. That means a lot. Thank you very no much. Worries, man. I'll see you later and see you later. Thank you. <laughs>